Greetings, family. So I'm here today because I had something really interesting happen, right? Um, someone came in today asking me for a job, and prior to uh, this person coming in asking for a job, three other people had come in begging this morning, and I realized that, um, you know, that begging culture that people talk about, we talk about the negative stuff, but we don't talk about the good stuff. So I wanted to talk about um, people who actually want work and want assistance, okay? So uh, an elder came past begging. She comes past every day. And uh, another uh, boy came past. He was begging. Um, and then a woman came past, and she had a bag with some bread. And she said, you know, she was trying to feed her children, and she was just looking um, for work. And so I asked her what kind of work did she do. And she told me that she was willing to do cleaning, um, but she needed work for her children. And I just happened to have someone contact me about wanting someone to clean their home. So I was talking to the sister, understanding her situation. And she told me that she is willing to clean and to do things to get money. So I said, um, you know, give, leave your information with me. Uh, she didn't have a phone. So because she didn't have a phone, uh, she gave me the number of a relative that would get the message to her. Um, I told her I had an opportunity for her, but it's a little distance away. And she said she couldn't do it with her children. So she did leave her information. Um, and I told her when I hear about something, I will definitely be in contact with her. Um, then not too long after the sister went by, a man came past. And a man came in, um, actually before the man, it was a young brother. He came in and you could see he was a little hesitant. He was talking low. And my um, store assistant was talking to him. And uh, she basically said he wanted to speak with me. I turned and I talked to him because I was putting some things away. Actually, I was going through these record albums, as y'all can see. We're selling record albums, come get yours. And you know you don't have to play them, but you can frame them, right? memorabilia y'all take you back in time so uh so the brother came i stopped what i was doing i asked him you know how old he was he told me he was like 17 and that he had dropped out of high school um so i asked him when he was in school what was his interest right because just because you leave school doesn't mean you have to give up on something if you really want to do it he told me he was interested in accounting so i took his information he also did not have a cell phone um, and so I took his information for his sister. And if something comes up, I'll be calling him. Um, and I let him know that I'm in a lot of WhatsApp groups. And so I also put it in my WhatsApp groups that there's an individual interested and it should contact me. So after the young brother came, a man comes and he says, oh, I live in the house behind your shop and I usually can get help from, you know, the elder that's there, but he went out to take care of some things today and I need money to feed my kids. And I'm like, okay. So he proceeds to tell me about his back pain and all these other issues. Mind you, I've been walking around with like a patch, a lidocaine patch in my bag. Didn't really know why, but something was like, put this patch in your bag. So he started talking and I got right up and went to my bag and gave him the patch. And you know, lidocaine patches are expensive. So I told him to apply it at night um, and it would help him. And it sounds like he has sciatica. He claims that he lived in the States, that he lived in Tennessee um, and that he was here with his family, which I really didn't understand how he was in the States, now you're here and now you need money. But 
that's a whole nother thing because you are coming begging people like anybody else would. So who knows what happened in the States because we know horrible things happen to people and for whatever reason, they could get deported. They can be mistreated as well, especially with this horrible thing that just happened. We know it's possible. So I talked to the brother, I asked him if he was interested in working. He said he was working um, and that he would be willing to do uh, different jobs. So I took his information. I told him if anything comes up, I would let him know. You know, um, I had just came back from the garden. I bought some amazing fruits and vegetables and stuff from the green yard. Uh, so I had spent the money I had on me and I just have my, you know, transport money. So it just made me think about, you know, how many people will actually come in and want to work versus coming in to beg. And I find I, the people who really want to work are being given opportunities because they come in and they have something to offer, right? They just need to be connected with the right people. And I think it's such a blessing that I can lead them to that. So I actually met a sister one day. I was just sitting waiting for um, my house guest to go get into her new apartment. And his sister walked up to me and said, I need work. I want to do laundry, I'll clean, I'll whatever. And I took her information and I was able to call her last night. I couldn't get her, so I tried again today twice and I finally got her on the phone. Um, and it occurred to me that I was not able to reach her on WhatsApp because she may not have internet connection, but I was able to reach her on the local AfroCell number. So I called her, she picked up. I told her I have an opportunity for her tomorrow. Um, I went over a few things with her. I think there may be some things language-wise that she probably may not have understood and vice versa for me, but I did give her where she's expected to be, what she's expected to do, and that there's not to be any taking anything that doesn't belong to you. So I'm hoping this will be a great opportunity for her because from what I understand, she has a young child to care for so um, as a result, she will be able to earn an income and take care of her child. So I hope that that works out well. So the other piece was, um, I want to say to you all to get ready. If you're coming and you're gonna employ people, right? You really have to do your training from like the beginning. Set out what the expectations are. Let folks know what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable. Also start with, um, you know, there being a culture of, of um, folks that just don't get that when you're doing things, you expect them to proceed a certain way, right? So if you have someone coming into your home, let them know what's off limits and what's, what's okay. Don't expect that they're gonna know what your cultural things are. For example, I called someone yesterday and I said, listen, I have an opportunity for cleaning. And the young lady said to me, where is it located? So I said, well, it's in Bruford. She lives by Palmerina Junction, which is a little distance, but I live in that area and that's where my shop is. So she says to me, it's gonna cost me 30 Delasi to get to this job. I can't pay that from my salary. And I'm like, what do you mean? So she's expecting that her employer will pay transport. So y'all need to know that, they expect, even if someone comes for an interview, it's almost like they're expecting that you will pay for transport, whether you give them the job or not, and for them to get back. I found that interesting because I remember going for a job when I lived in Pennsylvania and the job was in New York. I drove from Pennsylvania to New York and had to pay $25 for parking 
to interview for maybe 20 minutes, went back to get my car and had to drive all the way back to Pennsylvania. So we talking about gas, tolls, and the price of parking. And ain't nobody give me nothing to come for a job, which is an interesting concept, right? Because when you think about it, you're probably using your last money to go for the interview because you're not working. So obviously you're going for this interview. They don't care about that. So I've had to kind of reframe or reset my mindset that when someone comes to a job or comes to interview, they may be looking for car fare to get back. So, or you may want to include that in the salary that you offer them so that you don't feel like you're paying out of pocket for them to come back and forth, right? Because some people just don't have it. So how will they get to work if they can't pay? They need their salary to be able to get to work. So maybe for the first month, you might want to think about, okay, I will accommodate this person's car fare, but once they get their check, it's on them. Just something to think about. Other times you'll find people saying things like, you know, um, it's not enough money. And that's fine, but then what are your qualifications if you're asking for more money, right? Because if you come to work and you you coming in at 8, and you work to about 10.30, and then you take a nap, and then when you wake up, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go home. What should your salary be? Do you still expect to be paid for the whole day? Even during Ramadan, I know y'all heard people talk about it, like, I lost an employee during Ramadan, which I didn't even know. Ramadan passed, a week went by, and I'm like, hello, like, when are you coming back to work? She basically was like, I'm not coming back. You know, I have, I want to focus on my own business. I need to be able to pay my kids' school fees. I need to do this, do that. I was like, no problem. But you didn't know this during Ramadan that you wasn't coming back. And then I would have taken the opportunity to employ someone else in your position. Right? So it's the way people think. And it's also something with time. Like, you know, people take time for granted. So if you have someone knows they're supposed to be someplace at a certain time, and you're supposed to meet them, you will find people will not show up or hours later they will come and you're like, really? It didn't occur to you that I've been waiting for you or that you should have called to tell me that you're not gonna be available during these hours? So this is the kind of stuff that you'll have to deal with and it can be a little frustrating. So make sure you have a training protocol in place, know that you will have to micromanage initially. If you're lucky, it will be a short period of time. But um, it's not easy. It's definitely um, enlightening. Like, I've had to tell my employees, like, don't put this stack of white T-shirts on your hair and carry it on your head. You just can't do that with white T-shirts because your hair, your debris, grease, whatever, will get on those items and people don't want to purchase them. Or I've had to say, like, don't take items and, and put them on the floor. Nobody wants to purchase things that go on the floor, even if the floor has been cleaned. It's just not going to work. So it's little things like that that we take for granted. We assume other people will know that people don't know. I often will ask people how much they expect to be paid so that there are no misunderstandings. I also try to break down what they will be doing for the position as well. So if they know what is expected, what isn't expected, if someone asks them to do additional, that that is an additional cost. Let your people know. As we're teaching people how to value themselves and how to be good employees, we also have to teach ourselves to be good employers and be patient because some of the knowledge is just not there. Um, It can be a little disheartening, but I think it's worth it. It's worth it in the end to see someone get an opportunity 
and take it here, right? And see them progress and see them grow. So I'm looking forward to all of my people that are coming to the continent that are doing great things. I'm lining up some great employees, some young people, some middle-aged people, some people who just need a chance. And I hope you all will consider. So my uh, placement staffing agency is called Ma'at, right? Manifest, Aspire, Thrive, yeah, all of that. It's Ma'at, I'll put it in the description so that you all will know. Um, and it's just, it's just for us to motiva motivate each other, right? We can achieve the things we want if we work together, if we put our mind to make those connections, it can happen. Um, and it all happens just like that. I've recently written a proposal. I'm hoping that that will be accepted um, to go into some major arenas with the placement agency and get the young people to another level. Um, and as y'all know, I have this shop, so where I'm doing consignment and some other things. So um, it, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing. The restaurant should be kicking off soon, waiting for my business partner to get back in town. Um, but we have some other things taking off here that would be really interesting. Um, and I just wanted to give you all an update that if you are thinking about employment here, employing people, um, having a business, what that will look like with employees. Also know that um, you will have employees that will go to other people and ask for opportunities, right? I had someone that was unhappy with her employer who came over to me crying one day just saying that she didn't like the way she was being treated, she can't take it anymore, would I employ her? And I told her like, well, what is he paying you? And she told me she was making a good salary and I'm like, are you sure you wanna walk away? Like, wouldn't it be easier just to sit down with him and talk about what offends you and how you could like, you know, be a better employee and not have to deal with him being angry or whatever the case was. She talked about that. Um, she's still there, luckily. I didn't just say, oh, come on over to me. Let me employ you because I don't know what the dynamic is between them, you know? And uh, I believe everything happens for a reason and we have to have our experiences for a reason. So to this date, she's still employed. She hasn't come back over upset, um, but she does know she needs to talk, I'm here. So it's, you know, what can I say? It's Gambia, y'all. But get ready, because these are the things that you will have to deal with. Um, so, you know, I'll probably put, I didn't do my thumbnail yet, but my thumbnail will probably say something like begging culture versus people who actually want to be employed, right? So look for that. I hope you all enjoy the video and stay in touch. Be feel to put any scenarios that you know of in the chat as well. And I hope you checked out the live where I talked about some of the concerns with African-Americans coming to the continent. There were issues about employees. Check out the live for that. Don't forget, check out the podcast. Um, I'll be co-hosting on um, Sirius XM uh, with Soror Sharon Morton, Skin Deep Show, Channel 141, Her Voices. So look for that. And I'll be sure to make sure I put those links and things so that you all are able to check in with us. Let us know what you think. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe because you know I always got some gems for you. And I can't wait to see you all on ground. Blessings, family.